guys, this is Matt in the Man Cave with my beautiful wife, Tracy from Esther 414 Ministries. Tracy, do you have your coffee? Coffee. Tracy has her coffee. coffee. Uh, I have my coffee. And today we're in Luke's writings. We eventually, guys, uh, will start going outside doing devotions, standing up and doing devotions. The reason you're not <coughs> seeing me is I can't stand very long. No. I am so weak. No. I can't. I mean, I can't stand very long. I can't go upstairs or anything like that. And so it's it's easy to talk to you from sitting down. So yeah. please forgive me. I know you'd like to see my bright, smiling face. <laughs> um, we're in Luke's writings, <laughs> chapter four. There's a story here about Jesus uh, was just baptized by John the Baptist. There was a voice from heaven said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Yeah. There's lightning. There's a dove. Uh, there's the acknowledgement of the beginning of his ministry. That was the start yeah. of his three and a half year teaching ministry before he's going to be crucified for the sins of mankind. But one of the things that, depending on the translation that you have, right. especially if you go to the original language, yeah. after he was baptized by John the Baptist, it said he was driven. Yeah. Most people to they, the wilderness. To the wilderness, um, he was pushed. Yeah. I mean, it. What there was no option. This was what God wanted. Yeah. God is now, because Jesus, the Bible says, he learned from the things that he suffered. Mm. He learned from real life. Yeah. Because I always think, well, Jesus couldn't learn anything. He knew everything. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not true. Yeah, as God. started as a baby. Yeah, as deity. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But uh, somehow, and let's not get into the deep stuff. Yeah. Uh, he laid down his glory and uh, some of his omniscience. Mm. Um, he's laying down. Obviously, his omnipresence because he's in human body. He can only be at one place at one time. Yeah. And yet he had extraordinary gifts being, uh, you know, the son of so God. God. Right. And a lot of the things that he did, the book of Joel says that we will do as Christians later on. Mm. But what is required, whenever I read the Bible over and over and over again, some of the things that I see is that he believed God and he trusted God. He had a relationship where it needed yeah. to be. So he's tested by the devil, but yeah. we're not going to go into that. We're going to go to... He had 40 days of fasting. 40 days. So yeah. when... You know, Satan doesn't play fair. No. Do you believe Satan plays fair? Oh, never. It, it, you know, um, and I, I remember playing dodgeball, and I remember saying, hey, you cheated. You uh, weren't allowed to go over the center line. And I uh, remember, you know, doing the coach, he cheated, he cheated. Uh -huh. uh, Satan doesn't go by a rule book. No. Satan cheats all the time. Yeah. Because we always think, well, the cheat gets caught, the thief <laughs> gets caught. Well, not immediately. Yeah. Not uh, always. Not too, always. Yeah. There are no rules in Satan's rule book. Only the one God imposes on him. Yeah. I think people don't understand that. It is only what God, through decree, says this far and no farther. Yeah. And, and we have a great picture of that with Job. Job he point yeah. blank says, hey, you can do all <laughs> this to Job. Yeah. You can take all this from Job. Just don't take his life. Yeah. And and Satan actually took advantage of what God said because oh, yeah. he's a cheat, yeah, a he, liar, a thief. You know yeah. what he does? He kills Job's children. Yeah. Nowhere in that conversation did God give permission, but Satan assumes he gave permission because he says, All that is yours. 
he couldn't touch Job's wife because the two had become one. Yeah. Great story. So yeah. now we're at the end of the temptation, and it says this. When the <laughs> devil had ended all his temptations, he departed from him for a season. This isn't the only time Satan is going to be attacking Christ. Yeah. It's going to be all of his life. How does it read out of your translation? It says, So when the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him until a more opportune time. To a more opportune time. See, within the story, one of the things that just screams out is that Jesus understood the devil. He understood that his adversary, he understood the dragon, that Satan doesn't just hit you and leave. Yeah. It, it is a, an ongoing, continuous fight. Yeah. It literally is like, it, like everyone skips over verse two. Read verse two. Yeah. They think there's only three temptations. They think there's three temptations up that to it. that point, meaning the three greatest temptations is because up until that point, he hadn't fasted 40 days. And so we always think, okay, this story is about Jesus fasting for 40 days and then the devil comes. Yeah. No, 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 no. The devil was there all yeah. of the time. Read, read, read verse 2. Yeah. So verse 2, it says, um, he was talking about Jesus was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he endured temptations from the devil. He endured. They yeah. were different aspects, different ways of harassing tempting, trying to get him to take his focus, his okay. trust, his belief off oh, of his God. father. So let's let's break that down. 40 days, that's a month and a little over a week, almost a week and a half. Right. And, and then as you with this. and then as you are your weakest, yeah, because of food and water, our bodies do get weak, then he he sends his greatest assault. My text says he left for a season. Yeah. I, I don't think we just understand that, you know, that the enemy is constantly trying to bombard our minds yeah. with temptations. <clears throat> yeah. And it's it's normal. <clears throat> and um, I think a lot of times thoughts go through a man's head. We start thinking about them and it it takes us, honestly, it takes me a couple seconds to realize, okay, this isn't of God. And sometimes we... We go more than a couple seconds. Sometimes we can go 30 seconds or a minute. You know what I'm saying? And we start thinking about something that is not bringing glory to God. That is yeah. sin. And then I feel, immediately I feel guilty. I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I thinking about? Yeah. Realize, I didn't realize I was being tempted. I didn't yeah. realize that uh, there was an oppressive spirit trying to lure me. Yeah. And what yeah. that oppressive spirit wants to do is for you to take the ball. It's like when I ran track. Uh, uh, we, we would run this relay, and um, right before I was almost about to get the stick, the person would start running. So I had to chase him down so there was no stopping. Yeah. And and that's what, what's kind of a little bit going on here. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and, and it, it, it also reminds me of fishing, where you're throwing this, this, this little bait out there yeah. and you're trying to trick the fish and yank it and that's yeah. the enemy trying to do that to people see satan wants you to go ahead and take hold of all of that thought and yeah. then start using and then run with it your god-given imagination to fantasize yeah uh and again you know the bible says about casting down strongholds 
casting down imaginations, yeah. anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And the knowledge of God would be basically the word of God, God's yeah. ways, the things that he's already taught us. But I've noticed that, that uh, you know, I'll just be sitting on the couch and I'll be reading the Bible and then I'll just start praying and then I'll start kind of thinking about different things. And all yeah. of a sudden, a thought will come into my mind. And it really does take me a few seconds to realize, oh my goodness, are you yeah. kidding me? But there's nothing to feel guilty of. You're forgiven. If you go too far with it, like say you went two or three minutes with this fantasy of whatever it is, yeah. getting even, uh, lust, you know, <laughs> how to manipulate yeah. something or be deceptive. You just immediately, as, as soon as you understand, okay, this is not of God, you repent and, and really, it means, Lord, I didn't realize this was happening. Please forgive me. I was being tempted. I was being lured. And let me tell you a, a big a, a thing with a lot of Christians, and we were just talking about this, that <clears throat> there are times when these thoughts will come along and you'll start kicking yourself thinking, I can't believe I was thinking that or I did that. And right. that's because we're putting ourselves above sin. We're not yeah. realizing we are human, we will sin, and that's yeah. why we need to save I, I think a lot of times, especially as Christians, and, yeah. the, and the longer we're Christians, we think, well, yeah, other people sin in that area, yeah. but I'm, I'm a super I'm Christian. I'm above having I'm thoughts. above. I was, yeah. uh, before I started reading with Tracy and we started doing this devotion, I, I was telling her if I could go back in time, yeah. there's not many things that I would absolutely want to change yeah. uh, there's a lot of mistakes but those yeah. mistakes god used he yeah. used the pain of my bad decisions to teach me but there was this one decision that i made one time long ago and it it just brought so much dishonor to god and if i could go back yeah and 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 not have done what i did i would have i would I literally, you know what I'm saying? I really, and I know a lot of people think, well, if I could go back in time, I'd have the lottery numbers or yeah. I would do this or I, I understand this stock is going up on this certain day. I, I think I would go back and change this thing that I did. It was like a 10 minute thing and it was very hurtful and it, it, it really was spitting in God's face. And at the time I wasn't really serving the Lord. And was, this was, was way before he ever met me. No, I was this in is, high school. So I, was I was long, still, long in, I was ago, still, guys. still in high school and it was a, yeah. And it's just something that now that I'm a, a more healthy Christian and uh, I love the Lord more and I'm following mm -hmm. the Lord, I just kind of look back at myself. But I have to realize, like you said, yeah. that I'm not super Christian. Everyone yeah. Yeah. needs forgiveness. Jesus came for sinners, not yeah. for saints, because there are no saints. We all cannot put ourselves on pedestals and yeah. think, well, that sin is for common people, but I know yeah. the Lord. Yeah. I don't care how much you know the Lord. Even Paul the Apostle, after you know his conversion, he's still sinning. The same with Jeremiah, the same with Ezekiel, mm. Moses striking yeah. the rock twice, yeah. Joshua, yeah. my great buddy Elijah is running, okay? <laughs> I mean, you're not bringing glory to God by running from the enemies of God and not listening to God and, yeah. and, and caving into fear. Elisha, everyone, we do this. We all sin. We all need the same forgiveness, the, the same thing yeah. that only Christ can offer. But to think that you're going to have... Years and years and years, you deal with Satan once and he doesn't come roaring around. No, he has a custom plan for each and every person because he knows their weaknesses. He he does not 
play fair. No. So if a person is really, let's just take men, for example. A lot of men have a problem with women. I mean, they really, really do. They're, they're, they're longing for intimacy. They're longing for a spouse. Uh, they're longing for something more. And that's one of the things that Satan is always pushing, that more is better. Uh, you know, if this is good, then this would be better. And a lot of times that's just not true. And so he takes a person and that's how he tailors mm-hmm. the attack. He tailors yeah. the temptation. Listen to this in Paul's writing. It's in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Okay. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, guys, listen. And it says, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. You, did you say, right there, just stop real quick. Seized. Meaning, seized you. Grabbed Meaning all. a temptation is yeah. presented to you. It's not thrown over you. It's not locking you up in chains. It's not like handcuffs. It's almost like you're at a buffet and someone places something before you. All the temptations, Uh that's how they're presented. They're, They're not forced down our throat. We're not forced to say yes. You see what I'm saying? It's presented. And we have to realize that just as something is presented... The Bible says, let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. Yeah. If the temptation is from Satan, just yeah. get in a habit of saying no. Go ahead, read on. Yeah. That's great. I love that. And then it says, um, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So how faithful is man? Men, men waver. Men, I would yeah. like to think I'm faithful all the time. I'd like to think that I'm, I'm uh, uh, let's use the word super Christian. Yeah. But it's not true. I'm faithful a lot of the time, but not all of the time. I'm no. not perfect. God is perfect. God is faithful. So God isn't putting mm-hmm. the emphasis, the emphasis, can't even talk. He's not putting the solution on you and me. Yeah. He's saying, Basically, you're not faithful. No. I mean, we have a whole Bible that shows people in Israel and Judah and individuals who were not faithful to God. They waver, they fall, they sin, mm. they crash and burn. But God here is saying, I'm faithful. Go ahead. Yeah. I love that. Listen to that. So it says, um, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But So when- there's a restriction that God puts on Satan. God is telling Satan, you can go this far and, no, and further. no further. But when you are tempted, he will also provide an escape so that you can stand up under it. And I, I want to put a clarification here real quick. Give us the clarification, girlfriend. This. Give us the clarification. Of all the misquoted verses, this is one of them. Yeah, people it is. People misunderstand or misquote it to mean uh, God's not going to put anything in your life that you can't handle that's not that's what not it's, true. he's talking about temptations here. Yeah. The things that, that he puts upon you, he wants you to look up Well, let, and let ask me, him for help. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times there have been temptations that at the time I thought, well, Lord, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Uh, I am not strong enough for this temptation. Yeah. I'm living in flesh. I'm yeah. weak. I'm this, I'm that. I'm at a very vulnerable point mm-hmm. in my life. See, the source is, again, is his faithfulness. Yeah. You make it through the temptation by your reliance upon God, God. not your strength. No, yeah. People read this and they think, well, in my own strength, God's given me a way of escape. Your way of escape is refocusing 
and getting directions from God Almighty. That's why in the three temptations in Luke, Mm. Jesus quotes back scripture. It is written. Written. It is written. Every time. It is written. And you can't quote it if you don't know it. Oh! There it is. Hey, that, that'll preach all day long. Absolutely. Oh, and, and man. See, I wish I could stand up because I could just get on. Rip open the 1611. <laughs> just get it on, baby. The Go ahead. Lord. Preach it, girlfriend. In, in all these different things, boom, boom, it's boom. always going back to the wisdom God's given you. The source. You. Our source yeah. of strength. The, the Lord's given us wisdom to look up to our source of strength. Yeah. To realize I have to go to God. I can't be. Whether, I can't do this. Whether it's in our thoughts, in our imaginations and the Lord and the enemy bringing these things along yeah. or it's something that the enemy's physically bringing to or us. Or the unknown. Fear. Or yeah. a, a, a decision oh, yeah. that has to be made. And yeah. we, we're just, we're like Lord, I don't know what to do here. I mean, we legitimately yeah. don't know what yeah. to do. And Satan is presenting yeah. a temptation to compromise. Compromise or to succumb to fear. Or be deceptive, meaning manipulate, use my yeah. manipulate, use yeah. my own wittiness, strength, yeah. cunningness, craftiness, craftiness, yeah. all those words that we just use a lot they're always used in reference to sin. To yeah. make it happen, yeah. not to wait, not to trust. Yeah, you know Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and He's not saying I'll take care of it. He's saying, yeah. "Not my will, but Thy will be done." Yeah, it's very interesting. Paul, I love Paul, and and this is in the face of everything that is being taught now, being pushed now in in Hollywood, mm. through the media, through you know all these things. When I am weak, then am I strong. But I'm I, I, when I'm mm. weak, I'm cr- a smart person who's weak. Like, I finally figured when I was weak, there was a time when I was sick, I needed help. I yeah. needed to go to the hospital. I can't just yeah. fight this off. It's beyond me. Yeah. So I go to the hospital. <clears throat> I'm weak. I'm asking the hospital, make me strong. Help me. God has many resources. He's ultimately our source for everything. But he does use doctors. He gives you wisdom. And and so Paul is saying a lot of times we won't come to God until he he makes us weak. Mm, Then as a result of God making us weak, whether physically, financially, Mm. spiritually, in our weakness... We don't like where we are, mm. and then we cry out to God, yeah. and God answers our prayer. So I, I really, really love this text because it's real life. I, I've I've heard so many preachers lately, mm. and, and they're and they're just talking all of this foolish nonsense that all of life is just going to be perfect. Life is a battleground. Life is a war. There is a spiritual war going on. And the enemy is constantly, Mm. okay, from his side, shooting these ballistic missiles at you. Yeah. When we go to Ephesians, Paul's writings, he he tells us to put on the armor of God. Not our own armor, but God's armor. Right. That helmet of salvation, Mm -hmm. it protects our minds. But... The breastplate of righteousness, it protects us from our own emotions because we get caught up in yeah. different things emotionally. Yeah. The girdle of truth, that's God's truth. The sandals of peace, 
Meaning, God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. I'm to be a peacemaker. Mm. The sword of the Spirit used offensively and defensively, like Jesus, you know, after 40 days, battling Satan with the temptations. He's quoting scripture. But the shield of faith quenches from the fiery darts of doubt and unbelief that are being shot at us by Satan daily and nightly. Satan never feels sorry for you. He is a cheat. Mm -hmm. He is a liar. He is a thief. He's deception. He He wants to kill you. There is someone in the spiritual realm who wants your blood. Once your death, yeah. I'm not going to go into why and but he can't have you because God has put a stop loss on it. Mm. God has said thus far. And the reason God allows access to you is because under these trials, we grow. We grow through the pain. Mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis said that uh, God uses pain and suffering as a megaphone to a lost and dying world. It is not on the hilltops that we are growing, but it is in the valleys of affliction that God is refining his army. Yeah. Uh, The book of James tells us to resist the The devil. devil, And he he will will flee flee from you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you draw nigh to God. Yeah. That shield of faith, when they pulled that shield, those Roman soldiers, a lot of times would drop the knee. They literally would drop the knee when it was so fierce in the battle and arrows were just darkening the sky. They would just put those shields all around them, drop the knee. They're not going backwards. They're holding. They're resisting the devil and he has to leave for no other reason than God said so. If you had to memorize one verse today, that's your verse. Resist the devil and he will flee. And say, I'm resisting you, Satan. I rebuke you, Satan. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. I'm clinging Mm. to the cross. I'm crying out. I plead the blood of Jesus over me. I'm drawing nigh to God. I'm I'm asking Lord God for the hedge of protection. I'm asking God for a wall of fire. Asking God for angels shoulder to shoulder. Mm. I'm asking God to place me in the cleft of the rock, the shadow of his wings. Mm. I'm asking God to put me in the bulwark. Lord, you said that you made the destroyer to kill these individuals. A thousand fall at my left hand, 10,000 at my right hand. It will get nowhere near me because I serve the king. Mm. Go away, Satan. Mm. And this needs to be said probably every single day, several times a day, because we don't understand that we're at war. We don't Mm. understand the smallest of temptations. It's... It's kind yeah. of like, have you ever read in the Bible where it talked about, and I know it's in Proverbs where it talks about a woman uh, going down the stepping stones, but mm. the man doesn't realize they're the stepping stones to hell. Yeah, Satan is so patient. One of the things that people don't understand about temptations is Satan is patient. And he understands if I could yeah. get the mouse to nibble on this piece of cheese... Yeah. And this piece of cheese and another piece of cheese. Eventually, I can put any type of cheese before the mouse and that mouse is going to eat it because the mouse now trusts me. Satan loves small victories. Yeah. He loves them. Yeah. He loves where you and I just think, oh, well, I just messed up. Yeah, no big he, deal. Because here's the thing. He can 
follow through. God bless you. Go ahead, sneeze. God bless you. He can. He, what he does is he takes these small victories, and he and what he wants to do is get us in a habit of sinning in small areas yeah. against God. Yeah. And he, what he's trying to do is build a stronghold within our lives where it's self-reliance upon us and not God. Anytime mm. I'm relying on me, Matt, or you're relying on mm. you, and we're taking our focus off of God, that is a major sin. It's likened unto witchcraft. The Bible says it's idolatry. It's yeah. the worshiping of the devil mm-hmm. because there is one God only and anything else that's worshiped, all that false worship goes to Satan. Mm. So guys, realize that you're in a battle, Yeah, that God has given you all the strength you need in looking upward and <coughs> yeah. relying upon him, him. Yeah. that... uh it's 24-7. Don't think it's something strange. As soon as you realize you're being tempted through word, deed, or action, mm-hmm. or thought, yeah. stop it in the tracks. You don't have to kick yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's all the time. Yeah. These thoughts and these different things, whether I, it's a, whether it's a thought of a movie that you know you shouldn't be watching, a song, yeah. uh, whether it's lusting, w- whether it's desiring something someone else has, yeah, it, these, these temptations come in tailor form it's like you went into a suit shop we're so used to going to somewhere and buying a suit but back in the day you would go into a a a shop and they would measure you and they would create it perfectly that suit would be tailored for you satan has a tailored attack Mm. for you based on you based on your longings your desires your wants your weaknesses yeah but when those come along, then you, when when you do realize, like you were saying, you rebuke that in Jesus' name. Ask the Lord to to rebuke those thoughts, Res- help you resist them, and, and and give you pure thoughts, you yeah. know, better thoughts, you know, and and to to counter that, counter it with the Word yeah. of God. It, Anytime God, you yeah. can quote back out loud, yes, out loud There's for something the to that. There really is something yeah. to quoting Scripture and speaking to the devil, you know. Luther, you know what I'm saying? We uh the Great Reformation. Yeah. Um, who was just you know, uh you know, justification by faith. Meaning uh the the reason we believe the way we believe is because Luther shined light on what was in scripture. Justification, meaning uh salvation is by faith alone. It's yeah. not by works that any man should boast. Luther found this because Luther was just beating himself up trying to be good enough. And finally, Luther just like, I can't be good enough. I can never, ever be good enough. But Luther would be attacked so heavily and so hard, he couldn't take it anymore. And I'm not suggesting that you do this, but he would get drunk. And then he would start cussing out the devil. He's like, hey, devil, yeah, come and kill me. God allows you, go ahead. I want you to kill me. Go ahead. I mean, he would get drunk as a skunk. And again, the Bible says don't do that. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be drunk, but yeah. every okay. It's supposed to be drunk with the spirit, spirit. not with wine. Uh, right. yeah. And Luther would drink too much wine <clears throat> and he would start screaming at the devil. And it's so funny, some of the things that were written. He would say, Go ahead, devil. If God gives you permission to kill me, go ahead. Where do you want me to go? He's, and he would just start talking back out loud to the devil. He would pick up his Bible and start ripping off the scriptures. You know, I'm reading here in Revelation, devil. 
you dragon, Lucifer, I'm reading here where you're locked up in the pit for eternity. Man, that's one of my favorite passages. And I just think it's so funny. Mm. So there is something to, to reciting back God's word, though. Let, yes. To to the enemy. Like I remember there was a time like um, fear and it was terror fear that would overcome me in some instances. And I would start quoting back Second Timothy 1 7, which says the Lord has not given, given us a, a spirit. spirit. Of, Here's a spirit of fear. Yeah. See, guys, people don't realize that. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Yeah. When a person's getting scared and starting to fret, it's a spirit that's coming yeah. upon you. Yeah. But God has He's given you the a, a spirit, spirit of strength, courage, love, and of a sound, sound mind. mind. Yeah. Depending God upon is, what translation you read. Yeah. And and so again, there's yeah. your battle. Yeah. And I would notice as I would quote this that it that would weight, start leaving that yoke of affliction, it that burden, that leaving. bondage. Yeah. It would leave. It yeah. would literally leave. And I would repeat it again. And then it was fully gone. It's fully you know? gone. It was just like. Resist the devil. He will flee. Yeah. And, and there is something to God's word because it will not return void. No, it won't. Mm-hmm. Good word. Good word. I'm going to stop you. there. All right. All right. Well, um, guys, I have to show you this. You know, Tracy's over here. Uh, we just got up. But um, I'm just going right here. <laughs> She's <laughs> That's Samuel the koala. He's named after the great prophet. That's right. Don't read into it and say, you shouldn't be naming stuffed animals after major <laughs> prophets. You know, I, I, I think sometimes we take we, we just get uh, too big for our britches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the, um, uh, this is Q. Q. Hey, guys. Read your Bible every day. Obey God every day. Love the Lord with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Guess what? You'll be fine. <laughs> Boy, that's one smart koala. All right, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.